Live now. What's up with it? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in for a nothing special podcast, episode fifty-three. Finally getting these episode numbers correct and in line, and here we go, kicking off uh, season two, episode three with uh, with your boys, uh, Frankie and Pedro. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Recording this uh, this early morning sesh. It's not even that early. Had to wake anymore. your ass up. Yeah, that's very true. Had to wake his ass up. It was like eleven thirty already. Was it eleven thirty? I thought it was. Oh, it was eleven thirty. I thought it was. Uh, thought it was a little later, but mm. yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense. I don't know how I heard uh, the call, but um, I because that shit was on on vibrate, and yeah. it was also resting on like my carpet floor. <laughs> so I don't know how the fuck I heard it, but I was like, Frankie needs me. Yeah, <laughs> so so there it is. I was uh, just showing up anyways. When I when I dial the number on your pad thing out there, yeah. does it call your phone? Yeah, it calls my phone okay, directly. So, well, either way, it would have been vibrating. Yeah, it would have okay, been vibrating. But I mean, like, I don't know. Usually people fucking come and go into this goddamn property anyway. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do about it? Uh, so last week, we hit you guys with uh, a couple of uh, stories revolving around the WWE uh, studios newest project the hulk hogan movie and then we also talked about what, what, what else did we talk about? talked about uh we did our predictions yeah. we did our predictions for the talked year so if you haven't heard so if you haven't heard that episode uh go back give it a listen let us know what you think um real quick update though i did post a picture to our instagram account baggy pants are coming back they like <laughs> that shit i don't want them well, to. either way i don't give a shit it's I, too late i do not want them to like I, I I like my fitted jeans, but I'm just saying like they're gonna see a resurgence in kids. It doesn't matter. I'd be like, I, I they could come back all they want. I just needed them to not come back in 2019 or in 2018. <laughs> yeah. 2018 is long gone. I don't. Yeah. yeah, they can come back all they want. Um. Also, too, one of the, the one of the stores I visited a a TJ Maxx the other day, and I mm. haven't been in that store since like Jinko jeans were a big thing because they used to have the hookup on Jinko jeans. Yeah. And um, my parents never let me buy them, but they let me buy the Jinko shorts, okay. which were just as baggy. Just like, there was a, those were like regular pants. Those are just yeah, yeah. So <laughs> those were just like sh- like baggy shorts. Mm. And I did, I never realized, but when I thought about it, I was like, damn, those were the best fitting shorts I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. And so I was like, shit, it was it was just because I was fat. <laughs> I was like that's that's the only fucking reason. I used to like those like you'd be wearing shorts, but like. All they would show would be like two centimeters of your ankle. <laughs> yeah, so like, exactly. like, there's still shorts. Yeah, so so breezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, anyways, uh, if you haven't heard the last episode, go back, give it a listen, uh, give it a rating. Uh, why? Why not? Right? You need to we practice go for your, more of those. Yeah, you need to practice your uh, your writing skills um, and uh, you know be polite. And uh, there you go. Uh, but this week, we're gonna kick it off. Frankie, how was your week? Week is good, man. Had to work today. Yeah. This is the first Saturday I've worked in a long time. Very long time, yeah. So hopefully it doesn't happen too often now. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was good. I feel like I've been realizing uh, I'm really late to like the DoorDash game or to the food getting deliver- delivered to me game. Oh, I thought you meant like like door. Uh, yeah, like ding dong ditch. Yeah, ding dong no, ditch. No, no, no. I was like, yeah, I'm real late. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I kind of 
I just I didn't discover it, but it was it's been uh, like a couple months now that I realized I can get anything fucking delivered to work. Yeah, anything. Now I feel like I do it like too much. Uh, like the, the, the second I'm at my house and I'm like, damn, it's already nine. It's too late to pack a lunch. Yeah, I'll just get something delivered tomorrow. <laughs> and I had one like this week. It's becoming a problem. <laughs> Usually they get there and they they deliver the food. Uh-huh. But this this week I had like an older guy and his name was his name was Francisco. Yeah, and. I didn't know he was an older guy, but like you know how you can keep track of them on your phone, mm-hmm. and I could see him like going. It's like, it's like an Uber kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Have you ever seen it? Where like <clears throat> even with the Uber, where you're like, I'm right here, yeah, and you can see the Uber like going around you over and over and over again because they just don't know where you are. Yeah, I was just saying, I was like, what the fuck? So like, eventually he shows up, and it's like this old guy. I think he was like Cuban. Immediately, I was just like, my bad. Like I feel like I felt bad, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like he had that real kind of like. Hispanic parent mentality. Oh, uh, yeah. Where, like, I get my bag and I go upstairs and I look in. There's, like, eight forks, eight knives. There's, like, a fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, like, a hundred napkins at the top. Yeah. And I was, like, yeah, oh, I, can with, I can get with this. I, I just... That's so fucking hilarious you brought that up because me and Brandy went to go eat something last night. Or, no, two nights ago. And uh, we ate at the at the restaurant. It wasn't fancy or anything. We, we just ate at wherever we went to go pick. I forgot where we went to go pick up food. But uh oh no, yeah, Starbucks. Not even oh, eat. Not, not even eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I fucking I got a drink at Starbucks and it's a it was a mocha latte, so I didn't want to get anything on like my white shirt, so I got like a fucking mountain of napkins mm-hmm. and Brandy was like, Why are you getting so many napkins for? I was like I didn't want to say, but I was like, because I'm Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly the fucking reason why. Yeah. And I feel like I have a bad habit of doing it. Like, yeah, I know I we're stop. supposed to, like, oh, yeah, that's paper waste. Yeah. But, like, so even when I'm at work, it's like, I wash my hands, and mm-hmm. all you really need is, like, two or three little paper towels to dry yeah. your hand. I stay on that, like, yeah. I'm going to get a stack of, like, 15 and just, like, <laughs> yep. ball it all up and throw it away. <laughs> um, Shove it down the sink. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, like, good looking out. I go for that. Yeah. It made me think about like Hispanic things in general. Not to get too sidetracked. Yeah. But I don't know if your mom did this, but like a lot of times growing up when oh we're gonna have visitors. Uh-huh. For some reason, like she's getting the house ready and like all of a sudden we're supposed to like not have any of the things that normal people have. Cause I feel like people come visit and it's like my fucking toothbrush is gone. It's just like, oh, your toothbrush ain't supposed <laughs> yeah. to be, like, out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, where the fuck is it? Like, yeah. like, I'm, like, looking through the drawers. That shit is, like, long gone. Yeah. It's, like, shit like that. I was talking to Keontae where it's, like, if people come over, it's, like, the plunger, that's gone. Yeah, that's not. And, like, nah. just so people out there know, when you have visitors, leave, leave the plunger. I feel yeah. like there's yeah, nothing more embarrassing definitely. than, like, if you happen to, like, clog up the toilet and it's, like, no plunger, it's, uh-huh. then you got to, like, oh, I, uh. I'll take it a step further. If I'm going to your house, I'm going to clog up the toilet. Yeah. Leave the shit out. Like I just I know myself. Mm-hmm. People, my friends know me. I'm gonna probably do it. And I and most of the times, like I'm already taking long in the restroom because I'm doing my business. Mm-hmm. But then I take extra long because I'm looking for I'm looking for your fucking plunger to unclog your toilet for you. So yeah. just leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just leave it so there. Shit like that. I was thinking about. Yeah, but either yeah, way. definitely. What about you? Uh, Man, I finally, uh, I, f- I finally had the opportunity to pick up Kingdom Hearts three, and uh, I began playing it this week, and it's um, it's been a very magical fucking experience, I gotta say. It, right, like, imagine. real quick, I don't want to like stay too long, but I even wrote notes about this game. Um, right off the bat, I am not, I'm not the biggest fucking Kingdom Hearts fan, but I'm a fan, like. Uh, 
when Kingdom Hearts 3 was finally announced, like, I used that to have was a, a great poster ass. in your room. Yeah, I used to have a poster house. and all that shit. But uh, the, the reason I say I'm not, like, the biggest fan is because I've only played maybe four out of the fucking 15 games that came out. Um, Just once again, yeah, been it, hearing it, all this bitching from, like, Kingdom Hearts fan is, where's our game? And then... <laughs> Fucking hear that? 15 games. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to say. So, real quick, I just got a couple of notes. Uh, the gameplay, fucking phenomenal in this goddamn game. It, it's so smooth. The, um, the, the, the fighting mechanics, everything, the combos, the, the limits that you can perform, the summons, uh, the, the team moves, everything looks so fucking crisp. It looks so clean. It's so smooth. And it, and it makes every battle like just flow very, very smoothly in lack of a better term uh but hands down one of the coolest fucking like uh fighting combo mechanics that i've seen in a, in a game um like the key word is like definitely options when it comes mm-hmm. to this shit because you can like there's sometimes when you're fighting enemies like a, a wave of enemies and one of them is uh like marked with this green circle so if you hit that guy you get basically an ability to summon uh some sort of like power up and there's anything from like oh shit you can summon simba where simba comes in and he just starts fucking wrecking shit really yeah like he's on fire to look at this he's like he's on fire and he's he hits a giant simba and he's just like fucking stomping around he's roaring and he looks badass you can also summon disney park rides like at one point oh, yeah, like that. at one point you can summon a fucking um like a like pirates pirates of the caribbean of the caribbean like ship and you're just fucking wrecking shop with that shit. It, it looks amazing, and and the the design aspect looks phenomenal for this fucking game, and and it should. But also, um, the worlds that you visit, all the Disney worlds, every single world is like completely like detailed. Uh, I was in Monstropolis the other day, and I was able to like go to through like the administration office where that one lady with the glasses where that one monster with the glasses mm-hmm. sitting and you can kind of look back there it's like it's fucking awesome so, not to like interrupt the point but uh i feel like something i've heard i've never played a kingdom hearts game so uh-huh. like, i'm not like saying like i know more than you my bad. Yeah. um but I, I keep hearing that it's like the worlds are just like super well made. Yeah. Where it's like, damn, this shit is like one to one, like yep. how it looked. Yeah. But then that like some of them are like mad empty. Where it's like, it's cool to walk around, but like kind of wish there was like stuff to interact with. Not I would all s- of them, but I've heard like some of them. I would say empty in the terms of like some of the worlds just don't have NPCs a lot. Yeah. But it, it, like, let me rephrase some of it because I think I heard like the pirates one is like like popping off. Yeah. So like. There's worlds, and then there's the worlds are so big that there's different sections in each. Some sections will have NPCs, others will not. Uh, Tangled, for one, uh, the Tangled world probably my least favorite right now, but it was still a fun world. Um, when you're in the forest, fucking beautiful. It's really huge. There's mountains you can climb. There's, I mean, it's it it's really nice. But then when you go to the village in in that in the kingdom of Corona. Um, there's mad NPCs there, and there's like a little dance mini game that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's like super fucking cheesy, but there's a lot of people, so I can definitely see like some people saying, "Oh, look, it feels empty." Well, it feels empty in some sections. I never Maybe. played it. That's why I yeah. just wanted to confirm um, with you. Yeah, but no, I, I don't. I for the most part, I think the worlds themselves make up for it, mm-hmm. like hands down. Uh, the graphics. This is the best fucking looking game. One of the best looking games 
not only in the series of Kingdom Hearts, but also on the PS4, I'm thinking, because I mean, t- when I went through the Toy Story world, it was like I was playing in the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like the one to one like graphic comparison between the game and the film of Toy Story and on, on the rest of them, fucking just jaw dropping, man. It, it, they look awesome. The voice acting. I'm not sure if they got the actual voice actors. I I can see them maybe sampling some shit that maybe, maybe was <laughs> left on like the on the cutting room floor. But the voices so far sound like them, dude. Yeah, amazing. They yeah, sound get, really good. Do they play any of the music from the. Movie? Oh yeah, yeah. So you get that every like, every, every you stage. Got a friend <laughs> in me. You got. Yeah. Um. Every every world has a theme that plays when you're just walking around. Has a theme that plays when you're in fights, and you know whatever the cutscene calls for. Each one of those themes is from each one of the movies. So like when you're walking around Toy Story, mm-hmm. it's that you got a friend yeah. in me just kind of like playing da, in the background. Da, 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 and then when you da. get into a fight, it's like a sped up. You got an <laughs> enemy. <laughs> that fucking Simpsons shit. <laughs> but yeah, like exactly. hard rock. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's just fucking awesome just to kind of see this come together. And then another thing that I just want to address real quick is that expectation wise, plot wise. Uh, this is reaching as a Kingdom Hearts fan. This is reaching all of my expectations so far. It's mm-hmm. checking off boxes. Um, I've heard like the common complaint from so many people. Uh, well, so many, so many people, I guess, on YouTube and online in general, of like, man, I try to play Kingdom Hearts three, but I don't know what the fuck's going on, and there's so much shit that like they don't explain this and that. I, and to me, I'm kind of like, hey. You're, that argument is like a little invalid because I can understand, yeah, you don't want to go back and play fucking nine or ten games. I get that. But they have already collected those for you that you can rebuy if you really want to on the PS4 and you can get the entire experience. You can play it from part one all the way to fucking Dream Drop Distance and uh, through the back, you can watch the back cover movie, all that shit. And you can be caught up. Or you can do what I fucking did and watch YouTube videos to get you caught up on the story. Because I just think that going into a game or going into any sort of like media that's going that's like stated to be like, okay, this is the ending of a saga mm-hmm. and expecting to know what's going on, whether it's a movie, a book, or a video game, uh, that's a little like ignorant in my eyes because I'm kind of like, hey. Yeah, of course you're not going to know what the fuck's going on because you haven't, you know, done your research back and kind of looked at the shit up. Jump in at the end. Yeah, and and like all I'm trying to say is like, a stories can have a continuation. Like you know, every every entrance into a into a video game doesn't have to be for you know new players. Like things can exist and continue to. So uh, I don't know. I just thought that was like. Kind of stupid, uh, yeah, like a, like I a mean, dumb argument. Say a lot. Well, a lot yeah. of people would complain is, oh, I don't know what's going on, and the story's too convoluted and yeah, crazy yeah, and complicated, and it's yeah. just like, I don't but, know if you never like fucking played them before. Exactly, yeah, yeah, complicated. yeah. And, and, and my thing confused. is like, it, like, um, I don't think the story's like convoluted. I think that it's just long. Like, mm. you really have to kind of go back, and 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 everybody that I talked to, uh, our friend Mark. I even I gave him two videos and I'm just like, hey man, this is 
This 30-minute video... <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> this 30-minute video will fucking explain, like, the plot-wise what's going on. And then this 15-minute video will explain, like, the lore behind what you just watched. So it's a good little, you know, combination of both. So all I'm saying is, if you want to drop... If you want to jump into Kingdom Hearts 3 and don't want to go through the story, you're going to have a good-ass time either way. Because the game itself is really fun. Um, but just go in knowing, you're probably not going to understand or know what's going on in the story. Uh, and then if you want to do the opposite and, you know, go back, play the games, catch up, and then finish off Kingdom Hearts 3, you're more than welcome to do so. You're a bigger fan than I am because I did not do that. <laughs> I mm-hmm. fucking played, I replayed 1.5 and 2.5, and then I watched the YouTube videos and I'm here for Kingdom Hearts 3. So, all in all, right now I'm having a good-ass time. Do you feel like some of the dialogue is weird? Some of the di- yeah, like the dialogue is like, some of the dialogue is super cheesy. I've heard that. But, I just heard some of it's just kind of like, why'd they say that like that? Like, yeah. just kind of off. Yeah, it's 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 super cheesy and a little off, but I mean... And you know what again, they're saying. Obviously, you're no, not like confused. But, but again, but, that's that's classic Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Like, classic fucking Kingdom mm. Hearts. They've always done that shit, so I'm having a good-ass time. Um, I'm hopefully going to pass it here within the next uh, probably week, maybe two weeks. I've been playing that shit really? a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're pretty deep in? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. deep in. I think I maybe have uh, two more worlds left. Mm-hmm. And then every time, so like every time you finish the Disney Worlds, you go into like the Kingdom Hearts shit, which is all anime and all this other shit. So I really have like three more things to do. I also heard it's like really like scaled back the amount of Final Fantasy shit in it. There's not. That's just I, like I, yeah, it's Disney I haven't shit seen now, it. Yeah, like I, I haven't seen any. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any. So yeah, but yeah, that, that's been my week. I'm having a good ass time. So. uh I'll definitely update you guys next week. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> this Kingdom Hearts Kingdom podcast. Kingdom Hearts talk. Um, but yeah, as as for the uh, rest of the episode, we have a couple of things we wanted to go over with you guys, kind of discuss here on the show. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be mainly a, a trailer filled episode. Some trailer reviews. We got hit with a lot of things this week. We got the Dark Phoenix trailer. Detective Pikachu came out. Yep. Uh, we can talk about the. Um, I guess Pokemon game that was announced by Nintendo. More on that later, and then we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the video game industry as a whole in itself. And we kind of went on a rant with it was, <laughs> la- last week. Yeah, essentially last week we, we couldn't get that deep into it. Yeah, so. without going completely off the rails. Yeah. Now we'll give us ourselves <laughs> some time to go yeah. into it. So, uh, so, anyways, let's uh, let's kick it off. So, the first trailer I wanted to touch upon was definitely the uh, the Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, the newest X-Men film. Um, this is the one that's going to be the continuation of the whole, uh, you know, back in time sort of beginning of the X-Men. You got Miss, you got what was it? Jennifer Lawrence returning as Mystique. Mystique. Uh, James McAvoy is back. Um, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Uh, the, the young Quicksilver. He's <laughs> yeah, like, now fucking... we're just like a little beast. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, you got all these guys coming back, and then of course this story revolves around uh, Jean Grey, and she's ta- she's finally tapping into the Dark Phoenix power. Which, like, I'll be the first to say, I don't know a lot about X Men. I only know what was really like happening in this in the cartoon of mm-hmm. things. Um, they haven't really been my favorite comic book, I guess, team to ever really grace the screen or really ever. Because I mean, even in the cartoon, I would catch it if it was on, but that's it. Um, but what did you think about the trailer as a whole? The new, the new trailer. Let me ask. Let me ask Frankie. What did All What right. did you think about the trailer? Picking up on like 
how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I, like I was telling you, I've been pretty like checked out on the like X Men kind of thing for like a little bit now. Yeah, the movies have been kind of hit or miss lately. Yes, and it, when very. it's like when they miss, it's like man, you really missed. Yeah, for but, sure. But like I thought the trailer, watching it, I, you know, I actually thought it looked better than. I thought it would have looked because at this point I thought this would just be the death of this little run. It looked better like, than it looked better it looked, than Apocalypse. Nope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse was not a good movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, God, yeah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I and I feel like all the X Men movies kind of feel the same at this point. Mm-hmm. But it looked interesting. I think it's just I like to see those characters. Yeah. So maybe I feel like every time I see like an X Men trailer, I think, oh. I can't. I kind of want to see what's up with you know Professor X and Jean Grey and Beast and all them. Yeah. But then it's really just all like more of the same. Mm-hmm. So I thought the, the trailer looks average. Like I'm just like yeah I'll go see it, but man, I'm kind of out on this yeah. kind of thing. It looked better than I thought it was. I think I th- to me what what does it with what does it for the X Men movies that I, I don't understand how they haven't already caught on or grasped like how to do it. I guess efficiently was that the X Men movies feel like even though there's a lot of characters some characters get the spot spotlight while others just don't and they'll say maybe one or two things and it just seems like hey you have films with like a multitude of characters already you have the avengers you know you have the infinity war to look back you have guardians of the galaxy those movies seemed balanced and those had way more characters than what you guys are trying to pull off um and it just seems like X-Men still hasn't caught up to that. And that's what's always been the drawback for me. It just like, especially in Apocalypse, I just, I, I don't know. That, I, that, I didn't, that was the weakest part of that movie. He, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't like that movie at all, to be honest. And um, so when I saw the trailer for this one, uh, the first trailer looked a lot better. I got to say, like, this one looks good. Um, but the first trailer looked to me looked a lot better. It looked uh, like it was going to take it into a little more darker than usual <laughs> like and x-men films have always been on that like dark side you know mm-hmm. super serious like some shit's going down um and 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 i get that but uh with this trailer here what again what <laughs> what kind of got under my skin is that upon first viewing i mean i called it fucking mystique okay so you're going to just show mystique being killed if that's the case cuz they show her She's like talking to Jean Grace, and then Jean kind of gets pissed off, whatever. And then like this force pushes Mystique back, and some shit explodes. And then a little bit later in the trailer, you see B standing over um, a grave, and I was like, okay, so what you're telling me is that Mystique dies in the beginning, and you know the rest of the movie takes place after that event, um, and then. What I didn't expect to happen was that an an article came out and the and the director confirmed it. Like he mm-hmm. he straight up is like, well, yeah, Mystique dies, uh, but she's a very important death in the film, and she and her death is what kicks off the movie. So we didn't think it was a big you know big deal showing that in the trailer, um, but you know don't let it worry you because there's other deaths in the film too. I'm like, all right, first really of all. Is, yeah. I'm like, first of all, it's, it sounds like you're 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 backtracking and you're trying to cover up the fact that, like, again, studios don't know how to fucking cut trailers to cut out the actual real like plot points. 
Um, I was like, there is no need for you to confirm Mystique's death. If she's that much, if her death was that much of like a big plot point to get the film started, why show it in the trailer at all? Why even allude to that? Let, let the audience experience it. And, you know, that gives your movie like a better foundation to, you know, be entertaining or just fucking be a goddamn plot driven movie. <laughs> like you don't have to, I hate that. I hate that he had to tell us. Yeah, that's gonna happen. That's when it gonna. That's what's gonna kick off the film. I'm like, there's no fucking reason for you to even tell us that. There's none. Yeah, it's it's also the movie is about <clears throat> the fucking movie is called Dark Phoenix. You know what it's yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So it would be different if it's just like X Men, and then you kind of pick up on, oh, okay, it's gonna be about that. They have to show you some things, but yeah. like you're saying, if Mystique's death is like an important thing, that's not what's gonna draw people in to see the movie. No, it's gonna draw people in by, oh, like. Come watch how Jean Grey goes from, yeah. you know, young Jean Grey to, like, w- awakening this, like, strong force within her. Mm-hmm. And then the X-Men have to, like, fight her. That's the the draw. Yeah. Once you're in the movie theater, that's when you can hit the audience with, like, boom, like, Mystique is dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit, like, shit got real from the jump. And, yeah. then, you know, you didn't know that was coming. So I think, like, that's where you miss the point of, like, oh, that, that we got to show this. Like, you don't have to. Like, we already, whoever, yeah, I'm not lining up to see it. Like, I might go see it. But I'm not like a day one no, to go check it no, out. Definitely but not. But I'm sure definitely there are people who are like, oh, that looks interesting because I want to see what happens between the X-Men and Jean Grey. Yeah. You don't have to like reveal, oh, yeah, people are going to be dying, this and that. Yeah. It's just like, come on, man. Like, if, let, let me just say this. If fucking, if Mortal Kombat Annihilation nailed an early death better than you, you're doing something wrong. Because in Mortal Kombat 2, they killed Johnny Cage within like the first two minutes of the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Like his neck gets snapped. As a kid, that shit broke my heart because, like, he was my fucking favorite character. I loved him. He was really cool. Um, so if Mortal Kombat, if a movie fucking, a 12-year-old movie, 15-year-old movie can do it better than you, come on, man. Like, you, you, you guys are better than that, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like you said. Again, I'm not, like, super lining up to see it. Um, I mean, if it... You know, if dollar theaters were still around, I'd probably go check it out. So, also with the X-Men stuff, it's like I we were just talking about before. I feel like both of us are kind of waiting for... And I'm not saying that, like, Marvel can do no wrong, you know, Marvel Studios. But yeah. I'm kind of, like, now waiting for, okay, I could go for, like, a hard reboot of the X-Men franchise as, like, a movie. Yeah. And just, like, start again. Even if it's just, like, you were saying, it doesn't have to be, like, the origin stuff again, just... Just kind of hit us with something fresh. Yeah. Because I feel like right now it's just all kind of like blending together. It's not mm-hmm. really that interesting as much. I don't think. Um, and it just feels like the movies are being carried. If fucking James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and Jennifer Lawrence weren't in those movies, they just wouldn't be like that good. Yeah. Like they're always like acting their asses off. Yeah. And because. Yeah. Those are the most fucking. I guess those are the most interesting characters they have. Yeah, most definitely. But, like, mo- like, uh, like. But it just feels like they they're are. like carrying a lot of the weight that like a lot of the other characters are just kind of like, oh, uh, what's the name? And Apocalypse is like, oh, Olivia Munn's here. Um, mm-hmm. That's cool, right? And yeah. Like, I guess if y'all didn't let her say shit, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Barely who knew who that character was, yeah. and then we were like, you never gave a shit about anybody in that movie. So I think like the 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 fix is to just just. Just bring Hugh Jackman back. Just bring him back. <laughs> just, Patrick just, Stewart too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just bring him back. No, but um, uh, 
I, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I, I totally agree that you Bring know that toad. When, when, oh fuck, man! <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens to a toad yeah. when he gets struck by lightning? That's the stupidest fucking line ever. Fuck that! I feel like when I was like ten, I was like, "Get him, Hallie!" No, <laughs> fuck no. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know, I, once once Marvel you know sinks their teeth into this fucking franchise, I think it's it's I think it's gonna be for for you know for for the best. Um, and I think they definitely have an opportunity to do so, especially because the whole Fox, you know, acquisition shit. But um, Deadpool, I feel like mm-hmm. Deadpool can play a major part yeah. into introducing um, the X-Men universe and the Marvel universe and bringing them together, especially because, you know, Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, that character is already breaking fucking fucking fourth walls like every goddamn like line. Mm-hmm. And. That can be sort of like a meta way of him, like, oh shit, like now look what's happening. Like, of course, like X Men is gonna gonna come for the Avengers. I don't know how you could do it, but probably better than that. But you can make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like that's the thing. Like, you have the tools, uh, and I think Marvel is is definitely what the X Men uh, franchise you know needs. But anyways, that's our that's our take on the uh, Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix trailer. And moving on to meh. the uh, yeah, it's very very meh for for both of us, um, but. The opposite, <laughs> the complete opposite, and this one came, this one came out of left field when it was first announced, and when I first when I saw the first trailer. But um, Detective Pikachu dropped the second trailer, and God, I, I got us. Why? I mean, of course we know why this is working for us in mm. our age group, but everyone that I talk to that are our age, we're fucking looking forward to this. Hell yeah! Like this looks, this movie looks fucking great. Like I'll just say it. it I, I'm I'm excited to see it. This would be a day one view for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I had to give any sort of criticism for it, uh, I may say that some of the Pokemon designs, the realistic Pokemon designs, are kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think this movie looks fun. I think you know. I I think that they're really nailing the whole Pokemon universe down. I didn't think that it was possible to kind of bring that into a live action film, but this looks like it's going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and uh, again, fucking Ryan Reynolds. I it's, did not. I did not expect him to pull off Pikachu, but it's working. No, so, and, and like, I think it's working. So here's the thing. I, I remember like I'd heard about the news a while ago. Wow, fucking voice. <clears throat> I'd heard about the news a while ago. They were like, "Oh, Ryan Reynolds gets casted as uh, Pikachu in a live action Detective Pikachu movie." And I remember thinking, like, nah, I don't know about that. Uh-huh. Even, like, not even uh-huh. the fact that it was Ryan Reynolds. I was just like, oh, man, like a live-action Detective Pikachu movie? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. And then the first trailer comes out, and it's just like, I could get into that. like yeah. that. And that's the thing. You were like, I didn't know that he could pull off Pikachu so well. I feel mm-hmm. like he's pulling off, like, just Ryan Reynolds. Like, yeah. it's just yeah, really very, what yeah. it is. Yeah, like, yeah, he's not, true. like, any kind of, like, Pikachu. And I think Detective Pikachu is supposed to be kind of a different guy than just, like, regular Pikachu. Uh-huh. I never pl- played the Detective Pikachu game, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's it's looking fun and yeah. shit to me. Yeah, it is. And like you said, like, all the Pokemon, and that's, like, as kids, that's what we dreamed about, right? Yeah. Growing up, it was like, oh, I want, like, the Pokemon world, but, like, but real, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I want that real, like kind of real life 3d look to where like it looks this is what they would like kind of more it, it's more it's still like a kids movie but it has more of that gritty feel to it yes. you know that's yeah. like oh so realistic 
And I think we're going to finally be able to see that kind of world that we wanted to see when we were kids when this movie comes out. I think it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, much opposite, once again, of like the other Pokemon thing that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Real quick on the Detective Pikachu, though. Uh, the Detective Pikachu trailer. Uh, the introduction of Mewtwo mm-hmm. fucking changed oh, it for that? me, dude. I was really into that because to me, well, here's what I thought: like Detective Pikachu was gonna feed us into like, okay, like the next film is definitely gonna have Ash in it, or it's definitely gonna have no, something. No, I won't. It's definitely gonna have something. It won't have Ash. Like <laughs> the introduction of Mewtwo. I predict that shit right now. The introduction <laughs> of Mewtwo can have can bring that though. Okay, but what the. <laughs> What the fuck? I I just want to see like. Well, Ash. Be I want to like, see that. Uh, just a kid, like will it be like a human actor. Yeah, yeah. Just like I'm actor. Ash. Yeah. A, why wouldn't they have just actor. done that on this one? Because they needed. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. <laughs> why I don't know why they picked P- Detective Pikachu. I think it's just because it's like weird enough. Because I don't. What are you gonna do? Like, because I feel like this gives the movie like a. We're solving the crime. That's classic movie structure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, like very true. The game itself is I, like, I'm, I'm going to be a Pokemon master. I don't think that lends itself to a I movie. D- I don't think the sequel is going to focus on Ash, but I think he's going to be introduced as like a character. I think like very much this is going to be the, the the main character that they have now. That I don't know how old the dude is, but he looks young. I mean, mm-hmm. he looks like he's in his like early 20s. Uh, it's going to be him, but I'm telling you, if... This is successful, and it looks like it's. It looks like it really is. It will be. The sequel is going to introduce introduce Ash, Misty, and Brock. No, what? Like they're gonna come out in a way. They're gonna come out at some point. I I guarantee you. If not in the end credit of this shit. That that's what I was about to say. I feel like we're gonna get like a nod to something. Like yeah. we're gonna see Ash's hat. Something. We're gonna see something that like is yeah. gonna kind of like. I feel like me and you in the movie theater are just going to give us like a quick yeah. look. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as far as like Ash himself, I don't think so. Yeah, so you don't think, you don't think at all that no, they're, they're going to no. do anything? I think we'll see like, there will be kind of like references to like shit You're, 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 you're thinking show. more of like a little cameo or not. Yeah, it'll be like when I, did you ever see the new Jumanji movie? No, I never so, did. So at one point they're like hanging out and they're like in this like tree fort mm-hmm. type thing. And, like, somebody walks by and there's, like, an engraving that says, like, oh fuck, I don't remember what his name was in the movie, but it's, like, Alan... Parrish? Al, yeah, it's, like, Alan Parrish mm-hmm. with, like, the, the date. And it was, like... At one point, some of the, one of the characters says, like, oh, we're living in, like, the house that, like, Alan Parrish built or something like that. And it's just, like, oh, that's a nice little touch ah, okay. to, like, that as much... More than, like, CGI Robin Williams, like, yeah, walks yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, like, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Mm. So... That's that. That's like Detective Pikachu looks fucking awesome. Yeah, like, and, and, I hope it launches some like. Well, I think it's already like been announced that they're like a sequel's already come in the works. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I think I think I think it's gonna blow a lot of people's expectations away. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that it's super successful and that it's and that and that most of all that it's a good movie. I'm but hoping you know that it's, it's aimed a really at good us. Movie. Like it is. Like yeah, it's like most definitely. So if you don't know that much about Pokemon. You know, it's a game about collecting these little monsters. And mm-hmm. when the first game came out, there was 150 Pokemon. <clears throat> and those are the ones that we, like, kind of grew up with mm-hmm. and knew back and forth. Every single fucking one of them. Yeah. Now, there are, like, a thousand Pokemon that I guess somebody cares about, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, like, the yeah. games are su- super successful still. But 
that I think that's why they always like go for any big thing like Pokemon Go, even though Pokemon Go has expanded into the other Pokemon, that's why they always go back to these Pokemon. Yeah. Because they know they know that not only will it get the kids still, but like we'll be there. Like fucking line base the base of the fandom is there. Like Mm -hmm. all you gotta do is tap into the one the original one fifty and I'm gonna show up. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna show to see what it's about Mm -hmm. and poke around a bit. Um and yeah, so Detective Pikachu, the Pokemon film trailer, looks awesome. Uh, Nintendo dropped <laughs> the Pokemon game, the mainline Pokemon RPG for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, a little, a super short Nintendo Direct was held. It was a seven-minute Nintendo Direct, solely you know focused on the new Pokemon. Uh, I was ready to see some shit. Um, I was ready to see. A new Pokemon game. I was ready to see some new mechanics, uh, and I I was I was ready to be blown away. How about that? I was expecting a lot out of this. Uh, did I get that? No, <laughs> I I did not fucking get that. Um, and as you can tell, I'm a little salty about it, but I I'm also salty at myself for expecting That's this. That's where like I I'm, yeah like yeah. I'm also a little salty at myself for expecting this because. So N- Nintendo came out and well Nintendo came out with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee last year. That was uh that was their big holiday game of of 2018 and you know it was uh it was sort of a call a, a slight nod or not even a slight but it was a nod to Pokemon Yellow and it was like hey we're melding Pokemon Yellow with an easier, you know, fighting mechanic, easier catch mechanic. As from uh, from Pokemon Go, and we're releasing it, but and they made this very clear: we still got a Pokemon RPG in the works. Yeah. It's coming for you guys, and it's gonna be something new. And that's in 2019. So I mean, while I'm while I'm a little pissed at myself for expecting, I can kind of shift some of the blame to fucking Nintendo because they didn't have to tell me that. And I just think that for what they showed off, it it looks. I mean, it looks like a Pokemon game. Yeah. It looks like your standard Pokemon game. You know, nothing's wrong with it, I guess. It's going to be it's going to sell a shit ton. Um I guess what bothers me is that a lot of people are just like super okay with it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm not. Uh when you texted me, you were like really up in arms. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So I look and so my thing is like I you did not grow up playing Pokemon games really you watched no, the show yeah yeah I, I watched um, the show and I collected the cards uh, when it came to the Pokemon games I did not have uh, a, a working Game Boy and my 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 mom at the time was kind of anti Pokemon for whatever fucking reason this is devil's creatures. yeah <laughs> so so uh, that's that that's what inhibited me from ever playing those games but uh, yeah so I played them. From the beginning, I had, you know, read, I had, you know, the first ones and yeah. then, like, the next, like, four. And it's, like, every time they would come out, it was, like, oh, this is fun. Then it's, like, oh, Pokemon Silver coming out. Oh, shit, I can't fucking, you know, <clears throat> you know they're about to go, like, mm-hmm. way in mm-hmm. on them. And then it comes out and it's, like, it's, like, the first one, but it's, like, got better mechanics. And it's, like, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. And every game that's come out since then has always had the same, like, idea. It's, like, you're just kind of walking around. The same art style, the same kind of mechanics. Yeah. But it's just like, that's what people like about the game, you know? They're mm-hmm. always done, like, a little bit better every time. 
but there's never been like a major departure from that art style yeah. or that game mechanic. And so when I saw the thing, I like was I wasn't surprised because I feel like yeah. I had spent years of my like life <laughs> also waiting for something you've like been, this. You've been let down before. Yeah, yeah. By so this for shit. me, it's like yeah, yeah. You know, more of the same. Like, what are you what are you gonna do? That's just their their thing. Yeah. Uh, but I can understand, like you were saying, is when they announced the Pokemon Let's Go thing, they they made a point to say, "Don't worry, we're coming out with the next core mm-hmm. RPG," and that's when all our imaginations were just like. Yeah. Oh man, like what's it, what could it be? We're gonna get like 3D, like fighting, you yeah. know, we're gonna be doing like all kinds of crazy shit with Pokemon. And, you know, once again, here we are, yeah. kinda just like this. And it also kind of makes me think, which I haven't played, you know, you know, full disclosure, I never played the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee Pikachu, mm. but it doesn't look all that different. Just no. in the like it no. almost feels like they weren't working on two wholly different games. Yeah. It was just kind of like one game. And then now let's use this kind of like base to do Sword and Shield. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Don't no, really no, know. no, it, it does. It, it just seems like, you know, once again, uh, we, we Frank and I are Nintendo fans. Like when we, we've disclosed this information before, but it just seems like with particular titles, Nintendo really loves to play it safe. Like, really likes to play it safe, and especially when it comes to uh, the Pokemon franchise. Um, you know, they had, they've been working with the same developer, you know, Game Freak, and, and by all means, they've been killing that shit because every Pokemon game that releases are successful. Um, but I just think that this, given how, given how huge, how monumental the fucking Nintendo Switch has been, mm-hmm. and how much it's a success that that has been, and what that technology is capable of doing because i mean you got games that are as big as breath of the wild you got games that are uh that are as beautiful looking as fucking mario odyssey and run smoothly at, you know ju- just the same way um why not go in on fucking pokemon mm-hmm. and you know kind of change up a change up a structure for instance like one of the things like I can't really put into words what I was expecting. I was just expecting something different. One of the things that I was telling Frankie and a couple of my other friends. I know what you're expecting. I was <laughs> I was just I don't know, like the whole fighting mechanic. Like that that's I'm not a big fan of turn based shit. Like I'm just I'm not. Uh that's why I think I like uh, Kingdom Hearts as like a JRPG, because the fighting there is, you know, input. Is there's no turn base, it's all input. You're pulling off combos. And it kind of feels like a very light version of something like Devil May Cry. Um, so for the fighting mechanic of this new Pokemon game, I don't know. I was expecting like, okay, like shit's going to pop off and it's going to trans, it's going to transport like the player from how a Pokemon game looks to maybe like Pokemon tournament mm-hmm. or shit. Maybe you get your boy uh, <laughs> from Smash Brothers in yeah, this. Heard, heard all this shit before. Yeah, and you know, and then it turns into like a Smash Bros clone, but like only fucking Pokemon. And it doesn't have to be one to one, but just something different. And the fact that we didn't get that, it just looks like more of the same. I was like a little let down. Like that's just that. That's just it. I was a little let down. Um, but like I said, is this is this game gonna be successful? Fuck yeah, it is. Like most definitely, it's it's going to sell. Um, one thing that I, I was not a big fan of at all was uh, 
the starter Pokemon. I think that like I don't know. I've been feeling like the I've been feeling like the Pokemon designs in general for for a while have been you know declining from that original 150. But for this batch, um, they I don't know. I don't I don't know what they're I don't know what design choices they're going with or inspirations. But uh, that rabbit fucking fire thing looks like. I don't know. It looks like a fifth grader drew that shit. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. All right. So I feel like everything you just said, just like I said, I feel like get in fucking line because I feel like <laughs> people been been confident ever since like when did Pokemon Stadium come out? Probably like two thousand. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand. So ever since Pokemon Stadium, when Pokemon Stadium was announced, I we stayed on that like, dude, we're gonna be in the fucking ring fighting with the Pokemon. Fucking tackling each other, like they're gonna be interacting. It's gonna be this whole fucking thing. Then Pokemon Stadium comes out, and you're like, use fire attack, and then yeah. they show your Pokemon like slightly twitch. Yes, and then yeah. the other Pokemon, which looks like they're like 15 feet away, just go, oh, like you know, like that. <laughs> and so every time like the games fucking come out, we're waiting for like I'm about to be in that bitch in like third person, yeah. walking around this like open world. In the forest, in the tundra, mm-hmm. in like all kinds of different environments, just like stumbling upon like Pokemon, like yeah. oh shit, I'm surrounded by like three of these Pokemon. You know what am I gonna do? Ain't gonna happen. I feel like it's yeah. gonna stay on that RPG kind of like turn-based shit. But uh, what was the thing you said? Oh, the way they look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've been feeling like that for a while. Uh, and I don't know if it's because like we've grown up some, but I don't know. I look at like the original like Charmander. And Bulbasaur. There's and a certain th- there's look- a certain charm there. Yeah, yeah. That, like I mean, uh, no pun intended, but there's a certain charm yeah. when you look at something like Charmander versus yeah. like this fucking rabbit mm-hmm. <laughs> that just looks weird. Yeah, and I think it's it also goes into like 150 is, is a lot of Pokemon, mm-hmm. but it's also like a manageable thing to like draw and yeah. come up with. And when you stretch out to like now, we gotta like have a thousand different things. It's like. Some of them are probably not going to be that good. Like, yeah, a little little hit and miss on those two. Yeah. So. Ha- have you seen uh, Have you seen the comparisons that a lot of people have been making to the new starters and put and the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, I've never seen them. I've, I've read something about it. Yeah, just... yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. It, it it looks like like they were heavily like inspired by the Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. It, like it, it's pretty obvious some of the things that some people have pointed out. And you know, I mean, when you're <laughs> when you're trying to come up with new Pokemon, like. You got to take inspiration anywhere you get, like I'm sure. Um, but it was just, it, I don't know, I, thought, I just thought that was pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, definitely uh, j- check that shit out if you, yeah, if you yeah. haven't yet. But, um, yeah, I was just kind of expecting a little bit more. Um, but this kind of leads us into uh, our next topic of, uh, <laughs> of of a video game industry in fucking general. And like I said, we kind of went into this last week. But I wanted to bring this topic up again because there's just so much, like, so much shit happening in this industry that Frankie and I uh, actively participated in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just thought it warranted us to do a little a little rant or a little perspective from our end uh, into what's going on and maybe how it could, you know, how could it, how it could improve, if that's the case. But uh, like I said earlier... Nintendo took this franchise, and what they're doing is that they're playing safe with it. Uh, they're playing it safe because they know that if they play it safe, it's going to be profitable. Rather than trying to introduce something new and worrying about how 
the general audience is going to take it. Uh, they're 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 trying to do okay. What do we what what do we already know to turn the best profit? And while that's not like as evident in Nintendo, because I feel like Ninten- when Nintendo like publishes video games, like they put polish on that shit. Like they, they also do take a little more risk than like most. Yeah, yeah, not they, risk, but they're not scared to change shit up. Yeah, yeah, very true. They're, like they're not except with Pokemon. Yeah, except with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But they're not. They're not as timid to change some shit up. Um, but part of that too is is based off the love that they know that their franchises have. Um, but like it's like, when have you last seen a? What is it? Metroid. Or not, not a Metroid. The fucking Captain Falcon series. What is that? The fucking F-Zero? F-Zero. When was yeah. the last F-Zero you And seen? then maybe that goes into like, you know, it ain't that big of a seller, yeah. so why? It's, not, it's yeah. not that big of a seller, so why do it? It's like, well, I mean, it would just be fucking interesting and pretty cool to have that game, that series come back. You have the franchise. So you have the character. Yeah. Yeah. Like so it's F-Zero, a GameCube. Geez. GX, I think. Yeah, I say G6 or something. Yeah, <laughs> G6. <laughs> um, it just seems that a lot of the video game companies now are doing, are making games, are publishing games that are guaranteed to turn some sort of profit, not necessarily to be good or entertaining to the consumer. It's, it's not very consumer friendly right now. Other evidence is Anthem. Anthem came out and EA. Acquired Bioware, which is one of the best fucking video game developers ever. Just just ever. They they've they made I, hits. They've made they, hits. They, they have, have some eye games. They they have I mean, I'll be the first to say uh Dragon Age, that's an eye game. That's I feel not like good. people love that game. Yeah. You, have you played it? I've I played the first fucking hour. Uh, see, not get into it. Yeah, Could not get people into like it. People like that shit. Yeah, Dragon, people what's love it. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, people, Dragon Age Inquisition. People love that shit. Yep. So you know, but nonetheless, those friends they're huge. People Mass love that. Effect, some fucking shit like Mass that. Effect. Mass Effect Two goes down as one of my favorite video games of all time, if not top five, top three, at, at least. Mm-hmm. Like that's how high I hold that video game. Um, they acquired this amazing developer only to have them pump out a games-as-a-service game. Uh, something we've seen with Bungie and Activision with Destiny. Uh, and like I've predicted already, something we're going to continue to see going into this next year through, through E3. Um, and I just think that this whole model of games-as-a-service is doing a lot more harm to the video game, to the consumer, than it really is doing any good. Uh, you know, by all means, like, we had our fun with Destiny. We played the shit yeah, out yeah, of Destiny. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, we'd be lying if we said we didn't know, like, the faults that game had while mm-hmm. we were having fun with it. You know, it, they could have done a lot more, and it just seems like instead of putting a lot more work into it, we're just going to slap a number two on it. And yeah. release that as a later game, but so a thing with like Destiny as well is I don't. It's definitely not the first game to ever be no something like that, no, right? It's not. But it also at the time for us was like, oh yo, this is fun. Like a lot of the fundamental things about Destiny, they got like really fucking right. Yeah, like shooting was fun. Mm-hmm. Getting your loot was fun. You know, everything about it was was kind of fun. There was a lot of things that were kind of a drag, yeah, and that like ended up being kind of like in the the end game stuff was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But as far as like playing the game, that shit was fun. 
But we, me and you, and the people we used to play with, that was like the first time we were kind of getting into some shit like that. Yeah, we like were, intru- we're, we're that introduced we knew, to like, that. It was, like, it came out, and it's like, oh, the game's out, but this is going to be like a growing thing, mm-hmm. and we're going to keep making it better, and introducing more stuff, and we were there for like the first year yeah of you know content added content we were there added. for we were there for like uh, a year and a half and we, yeah. we we were the same we you know we were into it at the beginning then we fizzled out they came out with an update and that's where everybody like fell off mm-hmm. and then they're like you know what? my bad here's another update yo destiny's good we're again back, we're yeah. fucking back. back so on. it was like interesting but like i said it feels like everybody's chasing that kind of um what's the fucking word they're chasing that idea yeah that of, model like, destiny yeah, yeah the model i don't know why i couldn't think of that <laughs> and along the lines they're like missing what made those kind of games good of like just the fundamental shit is good mm-hmm. maybe the rollout wasn't good but now it's like the rollout isn't good and then like the fundamental shit isn't there either so yeah, yeah. what the fuck are you putting out it it's it's almost it, it, it almost seems that like they're following the same path as a lot of video games follow nowadays, which is, hey, let me release this unfinished game, and then we'll just update it with patches. And to a degree, given our given the time that we live in now and, and the technology we have that these consoles and PCs can have, you know, where yeah, you can you can release patches and you can you can you can make a game better. But the key word is like patch it's not a fix or it's not a continuation like g- given anthem for for instance anthem launch i think i wanted to say if you say so if you know destiny we had things called strikes strikes mm-hmm. were like this longer version of a, of a mission that you would take on with with two of your friends and it would it would essentially be just a long mission and it would have different different mechanics into it uh, you know, added into it and different sections that you guys would go through and then you'd have a final boss at the end. Well, Anthem launched with five of those missions. Five. O- like, only. The, the first, when Destiny came out, it didn't have very many strikes. Okay, five. But, like, it had a bunch of missions. Yes, it had a bunch of missions like that. You know, and I don't even I don't even think it was five. I don't even think so, but I know I wasn't over that shit. Mm-hmm. Given the end game objective of Anthem, the end game is you play the last of those five missions over and over and over again. There's no variety. There's nothing else that was put into the game. In other words, they just said, what's the bare minimum that we can get people's foot in the door? Let's give them that. And then let's say, hey, stick around and do your, you know, your end game shit until May when we will give you a couple more missions but to me what constitutes a game like a game as a service is and and I've stated this when back when we were playing destiny is like hey give us content that's going to last us at least fucking at, at least a month something mm-hmm. like give us content to where it's not going to get it's not going to be stagnant in like 2 weeks like you 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 can't expect everyone to st- stay online to stay to stick on board and what was what was like the biggest thing about destiny that we liked were the guns that we were, liked oh yeah, yeah. Pl- like the so weapons even when people talk about Destiny, the big thing they talk about is that game was so it has like a hook to it yeah. that it's, it's more like a psychological thing yeah where it's got it's 
it's like a little cycle. I forgot what they people talk about it where it's like a little cycle of like satisfaction. Yeah. Where you're like, explore a little bit, shoot, get loot. Explore, shoot, loot. It just kind of like it makes you feel good in this weird way yeah. that people talk about. That shit ain't in like no. anthem. Like, no, it's shit. not. One of the things, anthems, weapons, it doesn't matter if it's like okay, like in like in Destiny you had a shotgun, right? You, you like take a shotgun as like everybody knows what a shotgun is. But you had legendary shotgun, you had epic, you had rare, and you had a common. Each one of those looked different. They played differently. They uh, they reacted with different enemies a different way because they had attributes and perks along with those weapons. Anthem and they and again they all looked different. Anthem, there's one shotgun model, hmm. and that's it. So that one shotgun model is could either be a legend, legendary, epic, rare, or common, but just gonna look the exact same. What's gonna be different are the attributes to it. But what happens then is sometimes you might get the shittiest of rolls on an epic, like on an epic weapon. So yeah. like this thing that you're supposed to like really covet, uh, it just looks like your standard shotgun, but it performs horribly. Mm-hmm. It's like why, why again fundamentals like why was that coded into the game why did you not put some you know some hard code like hey if this is an epic it has to look this way and it has to have these like top 10 attributes these top 10 perks there's no reason for this shit to it, you know this isn't a first go around is my thing yeah we're we're reaching the end of like the truly next gen consoles here there's a there's a year at most left in these systems and uh, they're still coming out like they don't know what the fuck's up with it. Not only that, it's like the end of the like the consoles. It's just like everybody's been doing this. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. is like it feels like every next game that comes out that's like a games as a service loot sh- looter shooter, whatever the fuck they're called, yeah, will come out and like have the same fucking problems that the other one had. <laughs> yeah, it's just exactly. like what the hell? Like you exactly. didn't see all the shit they just went through. Yeah. And now uh, you did the same thing and the next game that comes out will probably still be the fucking same thing. Yeah. So and it's that that's like the most frustrating part is that they're coming out and it's all and it comes across as oh these motherfuckers just want like money. That's it. Like they don't give a shit about like the game itself. Yeah. They're just coming up with something like that looks nice but then it's really just like all right, play it and keep paying and like whatever. Mm-hmm. Even with the shitty rollout that they had, because they did a thing where it's like, if you pre-order, you get to play a week in advance. Oh, God. And yes, if you, they if had you the pay chart. Like, a little more, you get to play five days in advance. Yeah. It's just like, now you're, that feels like really fucking selfish. Yeah, they, they, they had the chart of, of like pre-orders and release dates. And if you, d- you buy it here, you get this. And if you fucking pre-order this here, you, you, get, you, know, you get to play this, in, this much in advance. Just fucking, there's no need for a chart. Just let everybody play the game at the same time. If some people play it early because they pre-ordered it, why not just release it on that day? So Mm -hmm. everybody can fucking play it. Another thing that I've heard people talk about is that, like, it really kind of, like, fucked them over in the long run. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of things, like, people talk about, like, Metacritic scores a lot. Yeah. And so when the first wave of people got their hands on that game, which were like reviewers and, you know, YouTubers and yeah. people that have like a little more, you know, influence on things, they got to be part of that first wave. And the, when the first kind of like people got to like got to play it, the first the day one patch wasn't coming on until like 
the end of that week when everybody was playing oh, it. Oh, wow. So it was yeah. a lot of like the issues that were part of like the long loading times, the gun shit. Like a lot of that shit, that was the experience for a lot of the people who were like, who going to like push your product. Yeah. So now like the shittiest part of the game is like the early adopters, yeah. you know, experience of the game. So it's like, you're going to have like a shitty like score. Mm-hmm. Even if you make your shit better, like yeah. I don't know if that yeah. makes sense. But wow, that I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right because the day one patch hasn't has did not hit until a week after the official launch. Yeah, because yeah. like oh the day one patch, but it's like people have been playing which was the, like a week after the yeah, early like, launch. People have been playing this shit already. So yeah. what are they supposed to do? Yeah, oh my God, man, it, that that that's just it, really. And and you know we also have other examples that have come like Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six could have been something. All they had to do was take Fallout 4 and make it fucking co-op. Yeah. That's it. That, like, map and everything. That, yes, that map and just make it co-op. That's it. They had the tools. They had the resources to do it, but all but no, they they did not. They plot. They put you in this fucking empty world. No NPCs, really. No missions. So I hate that thought of, like, well, you make There's your own game. missions, but it's not, like, what you would have thought. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's, like, well, I, I just hate that... that that idea of like oh like you 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 know when you play with your friends like it's gonna be fun because you're gonna make your own game i'm like you can play with your friends on any game and it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. like any game is gonna be that way uh sea of thieves same thing when they launched they didn't have shit now you know it's better but why launch in the state that you did is my thing it's like why not take the time populate that world make it you know make it clean make it fun and then release it because this idea of releasing an unfinished game to then patch and add things to it that players want, I'm sick of that. That's really fucking stupid to me. Yeah. Uh, it's in. Shit, I was just about to say something. I, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh-huh. You were talking about Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so what. All right, that, that was okay. So what sucks is like these games come out and now it's like you're not going to get Anthem, right? Mm, no. Um, and maybe in like three months. The game might be pretty good. Yeah. Like, for all we know, it could be good. Like, that's what happened with Destiny, and we really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. But now, like, when you think of, let's say, when you think of The Vision. Yeah. So, if I were to say, like, hey, like, you had never bought The Vision when it first came out. And for those of you who don't know, The Division was a game similar to the style. And same thing. It was just, like, a lot of shit wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't worth playing. And we fell off of it very quickly. Yeah. And if we had never bought it at the beginning and then, like, two, three months into it, it got, like, good, it's too late sometimes to, like, tell, like, in my mind, I think Division, I heard that game sucked. Like, why would I want to get that? Mm -hmm. Because that's, you know, why, and it's, it's, I don't know, it's a whole thing. It's, like, a lot of this is very, like, money-driven. Yeah. But then you're also fucking yourself over because a lot of people are going to start, like, adopting the idea of, I don't buy games day one anymore. No. I buy games when they're, like, out for, like, five, six months. But, yeah, and then you have the publishers that hate that and mm-hmm. don't want that to happen. So what do they do? Fucking EA will shut down the developers. They, yeah. they shut down. And then they've done it before. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's just, like, a really bad cycle of what they're doing. No Man's Sky. I mean, fucking A. We were... Fucking hype for they, that game, man. They lied they about lied. a lot of shit. Game, they though. lied to our faces about that shit. Me and Frankie bought No Man's Sky with the understanding that, yo, man, this shit's gonna be fucking this shit was gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be a really cool, fun looking game. And it was the complete opposite of that. It was 
nowadays, two day, two years later, it's reached that potential. Yeah, people it's say that, it's yeah. worth playing some. It's reached that potential that they showed off at E3 that year. But when we first got, when it first launched, like in shit show, man. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I just think that unless the video game industry can stop this. Games as a service can be a good thing, and I can see it being a good thing, but the amount of greed that I think a lot of these companies have, especially and then um, expectations that they have for some games, like Activision uh, laying off, you know, I think what I think it was ten percent of their workers or some shit like that, like a whole ten percent just gone after they reported like a really good profitable year. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for that shit, and I think that you're gonna get these bare bones skeleton crew like games that are gonna launch, and then you're gonna there's gonna be money put into them, and content that should have been launched with the game is gonna be released as DLC, and I think that shit is just killing the video game industry right now. Yeah. Like it's just it's just hurting it. Um, it's also I was thinking about some things. So we're seeing a lot of games that come out that are free, right? You know, talking yeah. about Apex Legends. Oh, yes, yeah. hey, you fucking love that game. Love it, man. I feel like, anyways, <laughs> like <laughs> so. Then <laughs> uh, Fortnite and is out, and that's obviously like a fucking cultural fucking yeah. thing. And there's a lot of these games that like are now coming out free that are like killing, you know, and they yeah. come out free, so there's not that expectation of like. Oh, I got the shit for free, you know. Yeah. So if it's yeah. not that good, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. And so that's like a kind of forcing like the industry in another way. But mm-hmm. these games are also not to the level of like what Anthem looks like, you no, know. No, Anthem not. looks like one of the best looking. Like visually, it's you know phenomenally. Yeah. It looks looks great. Yeah. When you look at like Apex Legends and Fortnite. They don't look, you know, they look good. They look good. But that's but... it's like an art style that doesn't take much. Yes, yeah. And so yeah. that's where I feel like it's kind of shifting in a direction of like are like are we not going to get these big good like it's it's kind of like the peop it's kind of this weird thing of like, you know, the haves and have nots or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're like studios like, you know, Nintendo Studios and uh like Rockstar they have the fucking funds to like do their own thing, yeah. and they're not worried about like what EA or Activision are gonna like kind of tell them. Oh, you need to do this. Yes, they're yeah. doing their own thing, but they've had like massive success in the past to where they can do what they want to do, and that's why it fucking shows in their games when they come out that like this shit is for like the player, like that we we've, we've crafted like the best experience we we can, and it's it's for you. Yeah. It's still sixty bucks. And it costs like fucking tons of money to make, but then you know, here you go. Where it's like games like let's say Anthem and you know Destiny, those are like you got people making these games and then a separate kind of entity just like well, how are we gonna make money? Yeah, you know, exactly. or like, you know, yeah. you gotta get it yeah. out by this month. Where that kind of like kills all the shit. It's just not good. Yeah, yeah, d- definitely, man. Definitely. And that's uh, that's that's just something we wanted to like touch upon. Uh <laughs> because I was just I, like, God, it just, it just, I, I never want a game to fail. Like I want it to be successful, especially if it's coming from a developer that I really like. Um, not a publisher, if like an EA is a publisher, but you know, Bioware, I got a lot of love about for Bioware. They gave me a lot of good games. Uh, so I, you know, I wanted Anthem to be a success. I wasn't really hyped for it at all. I wasn't going to get it, but you know, it's just, it seems like. 
the state that we're in in this like industry is just it's it's hitting a it's it's hitting a real low end of it and i wanted to see i, w- I want to see a resurgence and you know some some games like apex legends are helping that because uh respawn entertainment those guys made that game for the players made it for they you know you can tell it's made by gamers for gamers and i think that it's the success of that compared to the failure of anthem should really speak you know very mm-hmm. loudly to these publishers especially since they're coming out from the same yeah the same publisher publisher yeah I don't know why. I don't, well, they definitely got caught off guard. Yeah, they didn't think Anth- or Apex would be a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, not for sure. they knew it was coming out, but not like in the way that they probably thought. Yeah, y'all can put that out. Mm-hmm. We got Anthem coming out, so don't worry about it. And yeah, now exactly. like yeah, they come out and probably. it's like, oh, but Anthem sucks, yeah. and this little game that's free is really good. So yeah. fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> Something. But uh, yeah, man, that's. That's pretty much what I have to say about it. You got anything else no, to add? Yeah, it feels pretty good. good. Feel, feel, it feels, it feels good to yeah, get yeah. it off our chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels good to get it off our chest. So, uh, yeah, guys, that's that's, that's it. That's uh, that's the episode, episode fifty three of Nothing Special Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, if you guys haven't already, please follow us and look for us on Instagram, Facebook, um, all podcasting. Uh, networks um, and you know just search for nothing special podcast and you'll be able to find us there Uh, check out the previous episodes you can find all of them through uh, apple itunes everything any any itunes like or any i podcast app that you you have we're most likely on there so just give us a give us a look give us a shout out and um there you go Right. Uh, word up to uh, Baggy Pants of 20, uh, 2019. They're going to come back. Tell yeah. Good. Let them come back. <laughs> it's too late <laughs> it for you, but... <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Later.